1: Hello and thanks for joining me for the latest Strange Boat podcast. My shipmate on this cruise is Ant Glasgow Junior, and I think it's fair to describe him as well, he's a bit of a character. Ant hails from Manchester, but his abilities as a predator angler are on another planet. Don't let his approach to the sport fool you. This guy is special in more ways than one, and it's a real pleasure to chat to you, mate. How's things
0: going? How are we going, Keith? Long time no see, mate.
1: It is, yeah. It is a long time and I, I, you know, it's hard to know why these things take so long, but but you know, most yeah. people that, that join me on the, on this little series of podcasts are yeah. old friends and, and sadly not not acquainted haven't yeah. been renewed that often.
0: So what are you up to, buddy? Yeah. How's things going? Everything's great, Keith. You know, um you know, I I've I've been obviously uh raising my son. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and since I lost my old fella, which was a massive impact on, on me, you know, it was it was like you know, losing my best friend. Uh and, and it, it it kind of uh, uh not so much put me off fishing, but I had a bit of a break because I I, I felt like when I wasn't you know um going fishing, I, I felt I felt like I was letting me my old fella down because he wasn't with me, but Anyway, cut a long story short. I kind of took a back seat um and I took a rest from fishing and and uh, and then uh, uh, my missus, obviously, you know, she 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 got pregnant, uh which was was bizarre for me, you know, and and I never thought that I'd ever be a, a dad. Um and I, to be honest with you, I was in Paris filming um with Matthew Wright and Fergal Sharkey. Oh yeah. Yeah. And my me, me missus, actually, I was in, we, they flew us out to Paris doing that live fishing show thing. And that's when I found out I was going to be a dad. And <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't concentrate on the rest of the weekend <laughs> because, uh, you know, my missus just said, look, you know, it's going to be, you know, because they flew Emma, Emma out as well, my missus. And uh, and yeah, so anyway, two years down the line, I've got a two-year-old running around, um, causing carnage. I've took him fishing. Uh, He's got his, he's got his own fishing rod, one of these little Shakespeare toy things and which are pretty cool for kids. And uh, you're uh, right. Yeah. 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 And, 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 you know, now I'm going to be another dad. We, we, Done a gender reveal, and, I'm, and I've got another boy on the way. So. Fantastic!
1: You're getting your own team soon. You, you yeah. mentioned you mentioned you yeah. there, mate. And we were all very yeah. sorry because he was. Yeah. You were like Mini Me, weren't you? You, you were a, uh, yeah. a, a slightly younger version of the old fella. How yeah, inspirational was. was he to you as an angler?
0: My dad was, uh, yeah, he was a massive, uh, massive impact on you know he, he, he. We we grew up Keith in probably one of the most roughest parts of Manchester, a place called Cheetham Hill, which is right near Salford. And you know, my dad, my dad wasn't no saint, you know, and he didn't want me growing up around that environment. So you know, he'd, he'd have his cars he'd be working on in the back, and I'd be myvering me, me, me old fella, dad, 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 can we go fishing? uh he used to take me on the river Vernware, a place called and Fry, which is in the middle of north wales and uh we used to go there and he used to sit on his knee i used to catch a little, small goods and we used to use them for live bait and um and he used to get us away every weekend he used to work nights he was uh my dad was a commercial diver so he, he travelled all oh, around yeah. the world um and then he gave that up um And he he decided to do uh, long distance lorry driving and uh, amongst other things. And um, anyway, so, you know, just to keep me quiet, he'd give me a a stick uh, and tie a bit of uh, uh, line on there with a float and and say, you know, some big perch in that puddle. You know, Uh, my mum would be out (laughs) shopping and and my dad would be babysitting me and, and I'd be sat there looking at I can see it now looking at these dead leaves thinking there's a big perch in there and and uh, and yeah so he, he, he kind of fishing kind of got that was our escape we've always had a boat we've always had a camper van or a caravan of some sort um, and he just used to get us away from he used to finish nights uh, you know on a Friday and then he used to, he used to, he used to just drive us to Anglesey which where I spent most of me, most of my life, you know, it's a lot nearer Manchester
1: than it is to London, but it's still a fair old schlep, and it or would you all round route through Conway that way, all the right round the North Coast.
0: Yeah, it was. It, you know, there was no new roads back then. You know, no. it was all it was all the scenic roads down roads down the A55 through Conway, real yeah. real maybe, and and yeah, you know, it was. Uh, Good times, mate. Good times. Incredible. Have you always concentrated on your predator fishing? Did you, you you know, you
1: mentioned gudging and live bait and big perch. Was was that his scene and and, and you just caught it off him or did you naturally – Want those, you know, colourful, aggressive, vibrant fish. Which, uh, without the aggressive bit, that, that's you know your own character. You are that kind of person, not predatory in any way. But you're 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 colourful and, and you put on a big front, don't you? You know, you've got this big, hard nut front image. If you don't mind me saying so. Ah, uh, far from
0: it, Keith. I, from I know it, you're. Obviously. I know
1: you're not. You're obviously not. But you, you know, the, the, if somebody looks at you. Uh, and like I am now, and can see you. You know, you're, you look like a reject from ZZ Top, which is fine. <laughs> and and you, but you know, it, you and you've built an image as an angler, and it's a yeah. great image. You know, people recognise you wherever you go. You're sitting yeah. there now with your Western shirt on, and people will know you're a Western lure man, and they know yeah. you're a, 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 a fishing yeah. TV man. They 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 know this, and you've got to have a character to do that. You know, people recognise me more by my voice.
0: Yeah, exactly, but, exactly. Yeah, and that's 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 how I recognise you, Keith. Is from your voice. You thought you know. I was
1: Roger Daltrey just now,
0: hey, mate. You all, you southerners, sound the same. Am <laughs> no, <I'm> only joking? <laughs> no, you, you do, mate. And 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 obviously, I've idolised people like yourself uh, from being a kid, a, you know, a, a kid. You know, buying, you know, I think I sent you a picture a few years ago. I was in some bookshop and there was a, there was a, a like a DVD box set and you're sat on the front. And <laughs> there was no and such it, thing as DVDs uh, when I made that. Uh, mate. Yeah, DVDs well, yeah. hadn't
1: been invented then. It was all on VHS.
0: I thought, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, but, um, sorry, I've got my dog barking in the background. That's all right. Chief. It's fine. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I forgot where we were. Yeah. You know predator fishing uh, did you enjoy the pre- your predator fishing the predator fishing I tell you what keith uh the the person who who introduced me to to predator fishing, believe it or not, was my mom mm. and yeah my 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 mum's uh from a norwegian descent and she uh we, we used to travel to the river We getting back to the river Vern, and I can remember my mum was chub fishing. Mum mum was big into match fishing. It's something that I've not really discussed on on or put on Facebook because she's she's she's, she's very shy. She used to, she used to fish all the big northern reservoirs, bream fishing and stuff. She was she was really good. Wow. And uh and and getting back to that, I remember my mum had a decent chub on. And I was probably about 3 and I do remember it. I really do remember it. Maybe 3 4. And my mum was bringing in a decent chub and uh, this pike that was that my dad was after, a few swims down, clamped onto this chub, and I seen this this pike. and it sounds corny, but I looked at that pike in the eye, and there was I can remember there was a big commotion, and it finally let go of the of, of the chub, and um, anyway, cut a long story short, the chub weighed five pounds something from oh, whatever wow. my mum said, um, um and uh, my dad caught the pike two days later in the same swim, and it was I think it was thirty pounds, some some ounces. My dad had it. I have got pictures somewhere. But then back then, my dad used to say he didn't really use to take pictures and stuff. It was just mm-hmm. you know I had a twenty five pounder yesterday, and you just have to used to trust people. But uh, I have got a picture of that. And 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 <laughs> since since then, I used to either my dad, you know, dad, can we go catch? I want to catch perch. And I never forget it, Keith. He couldn't write it. Uh the, the our canal systems in the center of Manchester. The, back then they were they were horrible. And Piccadilly Gardens is a there was a dead arm. It's still there now. And I remember my dad, he he used to uh he put, I know it sounds daft, but he was uh, he used to he used to work for the RAC and he found an old street sign and he 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 placed this street sign in this um, shallow part of, just before his lock gate under his bridge, and he dropped it in. This is what he told me, and it sank to the bottom. And he would he would feed the swim up and purposely pick off the big perch that would swim that would stand out over the white street sign background. Wow. And he took me down there, and we we were catching. Back then, there were you know to me there were seven pound perch, but there were probably wasps, little yeah. wasps. <laughs> and uh, I never forget that we'd, we'd spend a day digging worms, and then go down into the centre of and do some proper urban fishing. You know, in early eighties, and it was great little things like that. You know, that I'll, I'll never forget.
1: These days, so, of course, there are people doing exactly that kind of thing, but now we've with lures, they're covering miles of canal yeah. in a day. And, and I remember as a kid, the canal's in the east end of London, although I'm, I'm a North Londoner rather than an East Londoner. Yeah, I remember yeah. reading about the canal yeah. down through Mile End and Stepney as it gets down towards um, the end yeah. of the, the, the Regent's Grand Union Canal towards the Hartford Union. And, and people down there used to cast out a spinner, like a Meps or a Voblex or something like that, yeah. and walk yeah. along. Yeah, They yeah. just walk along, towing in the spinning round. And they used to get yeah. some cracking perch, like three-pounders. And three-pounders then, yeah, you know, when I was 13 or 14, a three-pound perch. Monster fish, yeah. Absolutely enormous. And, you know, we had this record of five-pound, 15, that was unachievable. And then we had the perch disease in the 60s, late 60s. Yeah. They all went, and then they came back. And, and, you know, when they came back, there'd been no perch for a while. So there was like lots and lots of perch food and yeah. not so many yeah. perch to eat it. So we've had this... This lovely run of, of really massive perch, and it wouldn't surprise you. Mentioned a seven pounder. It wouldn't surprise me even today if somebody said, oh, "I've just had a seven pound two perch." I want to see a picture, yeah. um, but I wouldn't yeah. disbelieve it. But so, yeah. so you've got your predator fishing, and but yeah. now you're known. I'll mention a You're known better known as a lure angler. Do,
0: do you still mix the two, or do you? Have you gone over almost exclusively to lures? I, I get asked this all the time, Keith. Um, uh, I, I can honestly say I've had just as many big fish, especially pike. I've just had many, you know, just I've had just as many big pike on dead baits than I have on lures. Uh, that's pike. Mm. Um, I used to fish worm for perch back in the early days, and I used to just like fluke big carp and big tench, and never catch any big perch. Uh, but um, I think I've just gone a bit lazy in in my old age Uh, and and the the lure fishing because I was heavily involved with uh, I I probably won't mention the name but you know uh, in the early 2000s I got headhunted by a Danish uh, lure brand which is very famous now and uh, and and I kicked it off in the UK for them uh, giving them ideas and you know uh, drawings of different stuff and, and the way I you know because we fish differently than obviously to the Scandinavians, so yeah. they they asked for my. And I was only a young. I was only a young lad back then, and I was with them for over fifteen years helping them. Mm. Um, and I just, I, I, I left that scene because it kind of took over my life a little bit, and I wasn't. I'll be honest with you, Keith. I wasn't enjoying my fishing. That's no good, is it? No. I, what happened was, I'll tell. I'll tell you the I'll tell you the little story. I lost the, I'm a colossal bass. I was with my dad. We was on our the small ten foot homewave inf- inflatable at the time, uh, which has caught more bass than than any other boat that we've ever had. But I hit this big fish, and I knew I had it on, and it just took line and took line, and I got it in, and I didn't take a landing net. I always take a landing net with me, and I got a bit cocky and a bit a bit um, like showing off. And uh, I really needed this bass anyway. I thumb gripped the bass, and as a thumb gripped this bass, which was ten pound plus easier Ooh. biggest fish I've ever hooked biggest bass I've ever hooked, and it shook and it come off and it stayed on stayed on the top for a while and then swam away. And I, I spat my dummy out. I went through 700 pounds worth of rods. I f- snapped, snapped them over my knee. I had this big, and I'll, I'll fully admit this, this is something that I will not hide. And my dad, dad, God rest his soul, he turned around and he looked at me and he went, now's the time you stop this, son. He says, because, he says, in fact, take me in. I've had enough. I don't want to be fishing with you like this. You're not enjoying your fishing. And about six months later, I thought, you know what, dad, you're right. And I just turned around and I says, I want to go fishing for myself. I want to, I just want to enjoy my fishing. And then, you know, my old fella passed away, which was totally sudden. Uh, he, he actually passed away about 60 yards from the coast. Sorted <laughs> his bass fishing gear out. But uh, anyway, that's another story. And so, yeah, and I just, I just, and then I kind of fell out with it all. I, I fell out with all the, you know, the negative stuff, you know, you, you're reading stuff on Facebook and people you know, arguing about fishing and <laughs> yeah, tell me about and, it. You know, and 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 there's a lot of experts on Facebook, mate, and doubting people. And I just yeah. thought, you know, this this isn't for me. You know, I, no. I need to I need to have a little bit of a rest here. And you know what, Keith, it's the best thing you've done. Really, I, I had a little bit of a break, and I'm just i have just sort of you know I'm te- I took me some a few times on the local canal, and uh, you know, and, and I cannot wait. We Go to Anglesey this weekend. We're gonna go. And, I've just bought a kayak and uh, and we're gonna do some fishing. And, and I'm gonna take him on the beach and do a bit of rock pooling and stuff. Oh, those like, little blennies! And yeah, they're, they're, definitely. Although they're tiny
1: little fish, but if you blew them up, they're like dinosaurs <laughs> and they've big teeth. Yeah. And you know, they exactly. limp it yeah. off the rocks, and they're yeah. sensational fish. Well, the, the, the fish you get in rock pools are just. Unbelievable!
0: That, that rock pool is their world, isn't it? Amazing, mate. You know yeah. they're just like giant wolf fish. They are. these mini, miniature wolf fish. You yeah. look at them, little tom pots and stuff. So I want to get him because that's what that's what I did, Keith. You know, I want to get him. That's what my dad did with me. Mm. Uh, so I want to get him, and he's already picking shore crabs up and 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 whatnot, and and <laughs> and, and you know he'll come unstuck one. They're sitting for peelers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. But yeah, so it's been interesting. For um, I'll get back into I'll get my mojo back. In fact, I think talking to you tonight is going to definitely get me mojo back. Let's hope so. But you've
1: you're you're obviously I'll I'll say again you're better known as as a a pike and perch angler to me anyway. Yeah, and and but you you are and have been for a long time very big into into your sea fishing, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some pictures of you. You know, with big pollock and and, and all sorts yeah. of fish. Obviously, you enjoy the lure side of things as well. And and Amazing. you mentioned bass fishing is the bass fishing now. I mean, people are very um, negative about sea fishing at the moment, but yeah. I can read and I can see, and yeah. Yeah. some species of sea fish are very, very, very good at the moment. And, and yeah. bass are one of them.
0: Yeah, bass since the new personally since the new regulations have come in. Yeah, you know, I think I think the bass. Because um, where I fish, the bass are there all year round. My mate who lives who lives on the island, his his he's, his best bass day on laws is December the twenty fifth every year.
1: Goodness me.
0: And which is which is madness, mate. You know, held the and record for years, didn't it? The Menai Straits. the Menai which Straits, is the, the, yeah. the bit between Anglesey and, and, and Wales, yeah. of course. That yeah. held
1: was it eighteen pound two, I think. The old, the was, old bass it, record.
0: It was well in from, there, mate.
1: That came yeah. from from there, and now there's been big fish off the Isle of Wight and all sorts. yes yeah. but that yeah. I, I remember it was one of those records, you know. I can remember the old Tench record, the old Perch record, the Roach record, of course, is, is, yeah. is right up in my mind, and everybody remembers the Carp record because it lasted for donkey's years in those days. And I remember the bass, 18, either 18 two or eighteen six, I think it was, but from the Menai yeah. Straits, yeah. Because I didn't know place. where the Menai, Menai Straits was. I was crap at geography at school, and it wasn't until I looked <laughs> it up and I realised that's where it was, that, and, and I went over it once on a boat to, go, uh, to get on a boat to go to Ireland. Yeah. yeah. But so so you're into your, yeah. you really enjoy your sea fishing and obviously
0: I love it mate I, you know like you, if you're on, on my Facebook and whatnot you'll see every now and then I'll put you know if I'm not out fishing I'll, I'll put a memory up of me and my yeah. dad fishing and and uh, I, I know I know I know that I know that island like the back of my hand you know I had my dad bought me my own boat when I was 12 years old <laughs> and uh, you know we used to launch from Bumaris which is round the corner from from yeah. the Menai Strait And you know My dad used to throw me In the deep end It was quite bizarre I remember, I remember the first time He'd given me a multiplier I didn't know what to do And then I hooked a dogfish And then Dad, dad, dad I can't reel it in And he's like No, you got to do it son And then Yeah uh, You're probably holding it The wrong way round And trying to reel it <laughs> Exactly yeah. That's exactly what I did yeah. And the old fella He just You know And then from, from then I, I just went fishing mad You know Every birthday My dad took me down To our local uh, we only had one fishing shop back then, and it was called Gilders. I Anyone remember Gilders, on, yeah, that's yeah, a very yeah. old shop, very, Jerry, very, yeah. very well respected shop, Gilders. Well, Jerry, Jerry, you know, he, he took uh, he took like a shine to me, and and he's like, wow, I can't believe you know you, you know you're this enthusiastic, and uh, and I remember I spotted this Australian Alvy reel in the window. <sighs> And I said, Dad, I want a Baker light as well. I said, Dad, I want that. I want that. It's an absolute piece. In fact, I'm looking at it now, Keith. This is the yeah. old side cast, is it? <laughs> yeah. Just, just yeah.
1: explain to people that haven't seen them the the Alvey side sidecast. You wind it in like a like a fixed ball, like a a center yeah. pin reel, center and pin, then yeah. you rotate yeah. it to cast it and out cast yeah. it as a, the line yeah. twist was horrendous <laughs> absolutely yes. office it's all right with braid but, f- but funny yeah. enough you know, there, there was one made not long ago um you you must know of ray walton yeah
0: yeah
1: big, great angler barber angler primarily now but i've known him yeah. and, and another yeah. musician of course another bass player little ray great yeah. bass player yeah. uh, and wow. and he's he's got the rolling Ray Walton's rolling pin works exactly the same as an as, as an Alby sidecast. So it faces like spool um, sideways yeah. to the, the end of the rod, and then you just yeah. turn it through ninety degrees, so the line falls off the front like a fixed spool. I've just explained yeah. people. Some people will never know an Alby sidecast. I, 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 where I live in North London, their their, eight, their UK agents was Auger Accessories, which wow. was opposite the old. Um, Club Norik Ward's Corner in, in, in Tottenham not that I went yeah. to Tottenham I'm an Arsenal fan I only go to Tottenham once a year to watch them <laughs> lose but that was uh, yeah that's it I used to go to Tottenham to fish but yeah Alv- Auger Accessories was the name of yeah. the, 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 the wow. importers and they're still Alvy are still around and, and they're still in use yeah. there's a lot of big Alvy reels yeah. now I see if you, you go on some of the YouTube channels and yeah. watch Australian fishing they use these big 9, 10 inch centre pins um yeah, Alves, yeah.
0: yeah. amazing yeah Alve. It's bizarre I'm looking at it right now and it's got a big it's got a sticker of a, a snapper on the back the yeah. alvi snap yeah uh, yeah I in fact I sent I sent them uh, I've got them on Instagram and and every now and then I'll send them a picture of it and they're like wow this is bizarre you know a guy from Manchester England sending us pictures that, that this reel was bought in like the mid 80s um so look, with with this great
1: combination of 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 shore of, of sea fishing and, and coarse fishing what do you think is your most memorable catch? Probably one of those big pike you were talking about, but I don't know. What, what's your most memorable catch? The fish that you'd you'd give anything to relive again?
0: Oh, mate, it's it's an hard one, you know. Um, like I say, I've had I've had some cracking pike over the years. I've had to, you know a couple of big thirties. I've had you know some big twenties, and, and like my dad used to say, he says, "Aunt, he says, son." you know they just they all look the same you know that's what he used to say he says come on mate he says you know let's go perch fishing and he always used to say you know the, the perch with the with the ones now mm. i've had some amazing perch i was i was very close to the perch record about 2010 in scotland and i can't remember what the, the i was there with a good friend of mine jamie woods who works at glasgow angling center and they had two fours in two drops. We had about 43s, 40, 40, like between two of us over two days, 40. I've got, in fact, I've got a catch list at the side of me here at my fishing desk. And, uh and we had about I don't know thirty twos, forty threes, and I had two fours. I, I had a four pound two and a four pound eight. And back then, I mean, he, Jamie was well up on it. He, he was well up, and, and his dad was heavily involved with the Scottish Fish Record Committee and stuff. And I was, a, I think, it was so many ounces from away from the Scottish record, all on the drop shot in two thousand and ten, which was very, very early. And the, and the laws he was using were at, were were nine inch uh, big, like flat soft uh like it was just like a piece of silicone and that that there were a dying minnow but they were the very early uh, prototypes that the brand brought out at the time and i had these things and the the fight out you know and and i think that was probably one of the most memorable captures but i spent i spent a lot of time in in um, the shetlands uh, and I fished up there with, again, the Glasgow Angling Lads, and we were fishing uh, wrecks in 700 feet of water, and we were in ling, they were in ling on bait, but I purely fished most of the week just using lures, pig lures. Big, and big ca- heavy ones. Yeah, and, and I was catching these ling, and, and I'll never get the fight off these ling out, out of my head from, you know, from, you know, that far down, but we couldn't get through the shoals of huge coalfish you know, 10 pound plus coal fish, like going through them, like, you know, you would, you would dread hitting one of these halfway down uh, because you just wanted to, to, they were like mackerel. It was weird. Um, and, and, and I think that, that trip was probably one of the most memorable trips. Obviously, you know, I, I flew out to Canada with Matt Hayes. Uh, we were, we went over there trying to hunt muskies and we, we, we unsucceeded. Because it was a, a a weird time of year, and it the, the it was like a, a it never happened before, not happened in in a long time. There, it was um, like a some weird heat wave, and we seen I seen most I seen a musky there. It must it was over four feet four feet. In fact, it was that big, Keith. I thought it was it was basking, and I thought it was a sturgeon. Wow! And my mate Tyler just went, and that's a musky, mate." keep casting, keep casting thousand casts later. We, we ended up going on. <laughs> but, um, what do they call the muskies? The, the
1: fish of a, the fish of a million Yeah. Yeah. A thousand casts. Fish of a thousand, cast.
0: fish yeah, of a thousand yeah.
1: casts. Yeah. yeah.
0: And even that's not enough sometimes. No, no. <laughs> uh, you know, my arms, Matt said to me, he says, Aunt, he says, wow. Cause he was using the, the fly a lot. And, and you know, I was obviously, I, I don't fly fish. And, uh, he, he just said, oh, he says, how oh, you've got any arms left? I do not know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Getting back to, getting back to the, the you know, most memorable fish, I think. Um, I caught a 15-pound, 12-ounce brown trout on a dead bait once. On, on, a, on a northern reservoir with no river tributes on, on it leading in and out. It was just a big old reservoir. And not stopped. Not, originally, well, the, a lot of people, the Trout and Salmon uh, magazine, I think, looked into it and and it wasn't stocked. It's never been stocked. Uh, and this thing, um, I seen a huge pike the day before, uh, just basking in the shallows on a drop-off of, to about 40 feet. And uh, and I went the next day to hunt it down and the bait was, uh, it was a whole mackerel, and uh, back then I was ruthless. So you're talking 2003, 2004. And uh, anyway, me back the old backdrop had slipped away. The old open bay lamp started spooling off, and I thought this is the one. Anyway, I, cut a long story short, the fight came and there was ramblers and dog walkers, and there was people queuing up. It was about thirty people at the back of me. Anyway, it was I couldn't see what it was because the two of my mates was in waders and they were trying to get this fish up off the ledge and it was this huge brown trout and it was 15 pound 12 ounces that's probably one of the most memorable catches that i've ever i've ever caught and it, it swam away perfect as well it came in we've got video footage of it somewhere and um, they, they grow old as well that the fish aren't stocked it, it seems
1: that the, the stocked browns when they're they're raised for all that period of time on pellets and everything. It seems they, they yeah. grow big and die young. I think it's probably distorts their liver or whatever. And, yeah. and, but yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're bred to be caught and eaten. You know, tra- stock trout fisheries yeah. where, where it's it's put and take are basically wet fishmongers, aren't they? You go and you catch fish, take them home and eat. And that's what they're there for. Yeah. But those yeah. that survive and those that go into the big lakes, they, yeah. they live, I mean, I, I've been reading up on some of the, the lake trout in in the United States, in the oh, old glacial yeah. lakes and, and, yeah. and the yeah. Finger Lakes, I fish from in the Finger Lakes, and all I got from me trouble was a, a foul looked um, <laughs> um foul looked um what do they call it some the minnow thing anyway uh, uh, a Menhaden <laughs> foul looked a Menhaden yeah yeah, a sum, yeah yeah that was a sum total of my fishing in, in Lake Cayuga, but we did go past Rod Serling's house from the Twilight Zone. Wow! Wow! Yeah! 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 So that that was the that was that was the, anyway that's that's a different story. But they can be donkey's years old, can't they? These big these big old wild yeah. browns, ferox browns as they call them. Don't yeah!
0: They? Yeah! Well, the, the, I, I, at the time I had a discussion with the old fella over the years about the about it, and he used to fish there the sixties, seventies, and eighties. And they, you know, back then, you know, the what for what he said to me, people used to take live. You know trout, yeah, and he reckons that it. it yeah, I don't know. He had his own theories. Nine out of ten, he was right. He, he could have said it could have been an old escapey live date, yeah, you know. But if you look at this reservoir, I'll send you the link, Keith. It's really interesting. Um, and 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 there's there's no rivers or anything leading into this this reservoir. It's, it's literally in the middle of nowhere.
1: They just survive. That's that's incredible.
0: Yes, yeah. So, yeah I, mean, I mean, we've already
1: heard about one terrible day when you smashed up all your gear. Um, so we, we, <laughs> and yeah, and I, I did the first time before I was married. I'll tell you this story. First time I took my wife. <laughs> fishing
0: yeah. Was on yeah. a match,
1: on a match at Staines on the Thames, and yeah. I'm, I'm always early. I'm never over. I'm not always early for this job, but I'm always yeah. early for fishing. And this morning, I overslept, and I had to drive past the venue to her house to pick her up and then get to the venue. She, Her family didn't have a phone at the time. I'm going back now to the early 1970s. Anyway, yeah, yeah. and I, I had a, a white Mark II Cortina. Anyway, we got to the venue wow. and, and I went along and it was a roving match. It was a team match and everybody yeah. was moaning, oh, you're like, anyway, eventually I got in this swim. Nobody had caught anything. It was, I was about three quarters of an hour into the match when I got there. So I tackled up cast out and I caught a dace after about twenty minutes, and then I caught another dace, <laughs> and then I caught a third dace, and I've started giving it large to those around me. Oh, oh, you did yeah. it! While you get here so early? You do is rock up what I do and stuff. And I hooked yeah. a chub, and and right. chub in those days on the Thames in the summer were wow. scarce fish. So I hooked yeah. this as a proper one, like three pounder, which is big, big those days. I've played it, I've got it inside, and we've got this strange weed that grows on the Thames that, that's like underwater lilies, and we call it cabbage because it looks like cabbage is growing under yeah, the water. Yeah. And this thing got into the cabbage and transferred oh. the hook. So I lost it. So I, I didn't get very aggressive or anything. I just put the rod <laughs> on the ground and walked along the length of it, trampling it as I went. <laughs> and I said, that rod won't be doing that again, will it? <laughs> Got another rod out of my bag. I used to carry. T- I used to carry two. Tackled it up. Went back to fishing again. I didn't catch many more, but it m- made me feel better destroying the rod. But, but <laughs> <laughs> and it was quite calm. I didn't like. Wasn't swearing and jumping up and down. I just trampled it to make sure it wouldn't come back to life again. Um, <laughs> you you must, I mean, being the character you are, you must have had some funny things happen to you, mate.
0: Um, mate, hey, we, you know, so some of them I'd like to talk about on here, but you know, uh, we, we've we've had uh, I could tell you one, but it might be a bit vulgar. I don't know whether you'll uh, it be allowed, it involves it involves doing a number two, but uh, we 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 honestly, mate, we've had some cracking, the best ones were with me dad, you yeah. know. Uh, And some of them don't
1: travel well, do they? They're of the moment. Like a lot of the funny things that have happened to me in fishing are of the moment. And when you tell the story... It's not quite, it's easier to talk about other people and make jokes about them, but, but it it is, they're they're things that you needed to be there, if you know what I mean. So I understand that. So we'll we'll probably, we'll probably skip over that in the terms of, um, of personal (laughs) hygiene and decency.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I could tell you about I could tell you about the time that uh, I was with a mate of mine and we, uh, we spent all, we spent a whole week preparing to go to Windermere and uh, we used to see God Burton up there. and, the Piking and, and, Pirates. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, I love him to bits. Anyway, yeah, we 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 spent a whole week cuz we'd watched this new DVD that I'd done and we thought we were the Piking Pirates ourselves. So we we thought yeah, we'll go and tackle Windermere. We, you know, piece of cake and all that. And uh we anyway, we we, we got all the gear. We ordered a, I ordered a load of laws from Andy Lush. Yeah. And um he you know, isn't talk- me Andy the yeah, fishing down in
1: Kent, yeah.
0: Yeah, beautiful bloke. I love him I love to bits. You, man. I love and uh you, man. I, I used to, I used to save up all me, you know, I used to work in a tackle shop. I used to save up all me, all me, you know me, me rubbish wages and spend them at, at his shop. His tackle shop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, and uh, anyway, cut a long story short, we we we've got all the gear, we've got the pirate flag out and all this. He's talking the uh, really early two thousands. And uh we we sleepless nights and all this rubbish. And uh, anyway, we loaded the boat up, got all the gear in, tunes on the way there. And anyway, we get to Windermere Strawberry Gardens. And, uh, you know, we're chilling out and getting dead excited talking about Big pipe. Gets up the next morning, gets the boat on the water, gets all the gear in. And I noticed there was something missing that we'd left at home, and that was the engine. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That is... uh...
1: That 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 is a, a that's a bit of a schlep to go with no engine.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, it's nearly two hours from where I live, yeah. but uh, you know, especially towing. But yeah, so that that's one funny story. You know, I could go on and on and on. I could really could go on and on with these stories. Really. We all could. You're
1: right into your music as well, aren't you? I mean, I've, anybody that finds any of your uh, your films and videos to look at, there's there's a good choice. Now, Manchester isn't really famous for its music,
0: is it? <laughs> well, Only, yeah, that,
1: the, know, the band Oasis, was it? Someone like yeah, Stone
0: you've Roses, got yeah. you've got you've got Oasis, you've got uh, you've got the gatty you know, yeah, you've got Stone Roses, yeah. Um, Ian Brown, I spent a bit yeah. of time I with mean, Ian it, on it, the it
1: bank. It came about, you know, I mean, the Manchester music scene in, in the nineties was just it was the Liverpool of the the sixties, wasn't it? Really, and everything yeah. emanated <laughs> from, from there. What what kind of music are you into?
0: Keith, I, I like anything from native stuff that I'd call, you know, you know. I, I don't mind a bit of Oasis, you know. I, I don't mind a bit of Stone Roses. Like I say, I've spent a bit of time with Ian Brown on the bank. He likes his uh, pike fishing, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. Um... Not really my cup of tea. I do like him. I, you know, I like the Happy Mondays because you know I know a few I know a few people in these bands, and I'm not name plugging or anything, but mm. you know, my, my old fella, he was he was a, the, one of the head doormen at the, the Hacienda, which is a very famous oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. scene. So my my old fella, he got to know a lot of people in the music scene. Um but you know, I, I you know I, I was brought up listening to the Eagles, the Who. Um, you know, my dad always had a jukebox, which I've which I've now uh, got um, a real like classic jukebox from the early sixties. What a treasure and, that must be! Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name. It's a flat, uh, uh, flat top. It's not the your typical uh, one. It was out of an old, old one of the old clubs. Might well, to- it's a famous one, isn't they? Well, it was the famous jukebox, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- th- this is a rock. Oh, Rockola, I think. Oh, Rockola, yeah. Yeah. This is a Rockola flat bedded one. And, uh, you know, on there, there's the Beatles, there's the Who, there's the Eagles. I, I was brought up, you know, listening, you know, every time I hear Tequila Sunrise, I'll take it easy. I, I just. Yeah. See, I just see the A55 as a kid looking out of a caravanette window travelling to Anglesey. Well it's it's amazing you know. how
1: music can take you to these places isn't it? You know there there yeah. are songs on on some of the shoots I've done for Tight Lines including some of Ace's yeah. stuff which was was quite yeah. a sad story I was very very badly behaved um when one of our crew um on the long long drive to um yeah. to get across to Ireland we went on the ferry and yeah. um i i had a tape in the car and i was playing this tape and they put oasis in and i started singing beatles lyrics to it yeah and um they got a bit fed up with that so i went into, <laughs> so i went into a sulk yeah, yeah. so so there were some songs that you know that i've got bad been bad yeah. memories but mostly it's good memories you know i, I remember yeah. going night fishing to stains and i was so t- by train when I was a kid young yeah. before I was driving. And yeah. and uh, you know, I remember listening to um to the Springfields on the way back and, and Island of Dreams on was, was
0: yeah. I, I don't know where it was coming from, but it was on the train somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, music, music and fishing, mate, has is 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 has played a huge part of my life, you know, and uh, you know, that was one of my other jobs was you know, when the guys come over, some of my friends of the bands and and they come over, and and I, I'm a roadie for the week for them in the UK, exactly. or I'm a drum technician. You know, and you know, I've been on stage with uh, a really good friend of mine, and I'm not I'm, honestly, I'm not. No, carry me. on. The, the, these are people who 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 have helped me out because I've asked them, you know, uh, advice and stuff. And uh, Slim Jim Phantom of the Stray Cats, he's the drummer of the Stray Cats. He was married to Britt Eklund. and you know Jim. Uh, I still talk to Jim a lot. Mike Estes, guitarist. He used to be in Leonard Skynyrd. Now he's in another band. Um, you know, and 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 Devon Allman, which is Greg Allman's son. Yeah, of the, of the Allman Brothers. Allman you know. Brothers, are, 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 all these guys, in fact, the, the guys are in Florida now as we speak. And Martin, who's their manager, they, they went in Bass Pro and, and got me this new Bass Pro trucker hat, which I've been wanting for years. <laughs> and so they're getting ready to post that over. And and, and these these guys have met over the years and and, and they help them out and um and and, and they help me out, you know, and, and it's just it's just amazing, you know. The the music side of things are more, believe it or not, is is me love and then and then it's me fishing. Yeah. You know, and uh, and hence when I was working with you guys with, with Sky, I'd say to I'd say to uh, Andy Ford at the time, can you, get, can, "Can you get this track in?" And I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, remember we, we remember when I broke the ice with my boat yeah. and uh, yeah yeah, and I said, "Go on, get get me a Leonard Skinner track in there," and I'd drive everyone nuts, you know. And, <laughs> It 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 was good, yeah, it was good. But my music, mate, I I do love my music, and uh, I can't wait, I can't wait for my concerts to come back, and yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for that, uh, yeah. So we I mean, so, we know uh,
1: you're off to the seaside tomorrow, going to do a bit of rock polling. Have you got any anything else yeah.
0: lined up for the near future? Yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna obviously I've got, uh, 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 yeah, so uh, I need to get my work out of the way. i work working construction at the moment and demolition and. Uh, we need to get that out, and you've got a few big jobs out of the way. Hence, with a broken finger. Well, I, I, I can. I, nobody else can see that
1: except yeah. you and I. And, and then he's pointing his index finger at me, and the top yeah. knuckle and nail um, yeah. doesn't look very nice. I'm glad no. it's your finger and not mine. How did you do that?
0: It kind of looks like a zombie's finger. I mean, yes, it does. It looks yes. like there's dirt. Under the fingernail, but that's believe it or not, that's blood. Keys. blood yeah, uh, yeah, and I, and I keep it, it, it keeps bleeding. Um, what happened was we were knocking a wall down, um, a big wall, and these big old 18th century bricks. And one of these bricks landed about 15 feet onto me. I was resting my hand on a wall, and one of these bricks came down and hit me right on the fingernail, and I was. I was mate I, I didn't know I could do pirouettes but I'll tell you what I, I shocked I really shocked I was doing the pirouettes I was moonwalking I was you know <laughs> saying saying same, same words I you think,
1: never never even knew you knew y- y- yeah. yeah
0: yeah so oh. uh, you know I just got over this I broke this hand uh, oh, last last year and I've just got over that I slipped a disc in my bottom of my spine uh, two months ago And I was just recovering from that, which left me with sciatica, which I've severely got now. And then yesterday I broke the tip of my index finger.
1: Well, let's let's hope that's the final third thing. I (laughs) I did actually do something similar to that, but quite different during the old three-day week in the 60s, um, in the 70s rather. I jammed my finger in a safe door. I was wow. closing the safe at the time. I'd put money in. I wasn't taking it out. I'd put money <laughs> in because when the lights went out, we obviously had to lock everything down. I was working in a furniture shop and I was the assistant wow. manager responsible for the office. So you used to, the lights used to flash three times when they were going to put on a power cut. You knew yeah. when the power cut were coming, you're only allowed so many hours of light a day. So <laughs> I went in, went in the office, got all the money out the till and there was nothing, no such thing as credit cards. And it was cash or checks, Got all the cash and checks out, put it in a bag, went downstairs to the safe and the lights yeah. went out. So I had a candle. So I've opened wow. the safe door, put the money in the drawer in the safe, closed the drawer, locked the drawer, need the door shut and didn't get my finger out in time. Oh. And, and, mate, that was the most painful thing I've ever had. And, and I, had yep. of, I had a manual car, so I could only drive it one-handed. And I, 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 I used to go to sleep at night with about four-inch-thick finger with bandage <laughs> held up above my head so the blood could drain out and didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I, I, so I, I know what you're going through so so you, you yeah you, anyway you were telling me what you've got to come I just interrupted you there with another um another no, no. anecdote to tell you what hard nut I am
0: I love your stories <laughs> I love your stories Keith I love your stories mate um yeah so uh Friday I think I'm gonna head over to uh Anglesey uh I'm gonna uh um, do a bit of fishing, do a bit of you know catching up with people over there that I've not seen since I've, all these lockdowns. I've, yeah. I've got a lot of family and friends over there. My sister just bought a big house over there oh, with a with a private beach. So we've I've oh. bought, we've bought I've bought a kayak and mm. I've not used it yet. The kayak has been delivered there. Um, the guys at Lawrence have sent me a nice little unit that I've uh, that I've had someone put on there for me nice. and I've just got some wheels on there and it's there ready to wheel out. I'll send you the picture keys. It's there ready to wheel out. Maybe you can come and stay there with me a couple, you know, a couple of days, maybe spend a week there. Uh, and right on prime bass fishing, my brother-in-law sent me a load of pictures early this year or when they, when they, when they were allowed to go back, because they closed the border off there, they closed the Menai yeah. bridge. You you wasn't allowed over and he went back, and he he's had a couple of eight-pound fish, Ooh. Um, and last year, uh, last September, he had one at nine pound twelve um, bass. Uh, and, and but he's he's not in social media; he doesn't believe in it, and he's just he just takes pictures and and, and catch and release. So,
1: yeah. well, Saturday, so, Saturday at Anglesey, you've got southerly winds. Um, seven to eight miles an hour going to ten in the afternoon. It's a bit breezier on Sunday going up to 15, but uh, yeah. they're, they're from the south going southwest. So if you're on right. the north end of the island, you'll be, you will be you. should be not too bad. Or even on the ex,
0: extreme west. We're actually in Hollyhead. Oh, so yeah. Just about a mile out of Hollyhead. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I don't understand. I used to understand it all. The, the particular area there is mostly always um uh, it's always, uh, what you call it, it's always protected by the wind and stuff. Oh, yeah. That, that particular area there. It's lovely, you know, it's, it's just going to be nice to get back. In fact, last time I was there, we were collecting, there was real super low tides, we were collecting um, razor, razor fish, razor oh, yeah. clams, whatever you call them. With the salt. And, uh, with the salt, yeah, yeah. yeah. put some, I put some funny videos on YouTube up, and I put some. That's amazing because yeah, you find <laughs> the little hole, didn't you? Pour a bit of salt in yeah.
1: it, and they think yeah. it's the tide coming in, so they, they do, come up, yeah. stick their heads out, and you grab them. Did Did you yeah. use
0: them for bait or did you eat them? Uh, we ate them, believe yeah, it lovely. or not. Yeah, we yeah, I'll, we I'll we, uh, it, yeah. we deep fried them, and we we oh. we 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 made them into uh, sort of like a Chinese salt and pepper. Ooh. With chopped chilies and and uh, spring onions, yeah, they were all right. Yeah, oh, I'm um, they, were sure all right. they were. Yeah, they they're like they're like long scallops, aren't they? They're they're, they're that yeah. kind of texture and that kind of taste. Beautiful, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Waste of a bait if you're going to use them for bait, and I'd end up eating them, mate. As officials. That's what lures are for. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, won't sit down yeah. and eat a
1: wrap would you, or a, a
0: an Eddie Stone <laughs> eel? It. You know, you yeah.
1: might. Get, it might, yeah. might be called an Eddie Stone eel, but it's not edible. You won't <laughs> put them in a bit of jelly, would <laughs> you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that's, your, that's your, you. That's know, The next thing um, on the list, and and like, I always like to ask people um, when yeah. they're on. Um, obviously, you've had. A fantastic grounding in angling with your dad and and, and everything, and, and you've learned yeah. from some great people on the way. But there are lo- lots of people new to our sport at the moment, aren't there? Lots of people that have gotten it over the COVID yeah. and lockdown. They've reinvented and yeah. rediscovered the countryside, and yeah. not all of them will want to fish with maggots and worms. And some of them, not all of them, will want to catch carp and everything and no. perch. Are brilliant yeah. fish to catch? They look aggressive, amazing this fish. Strong, they fight, they'll fight back, they'll give you a nice little prickle in your yes. fingers if you don't handle them properly. Yeah. So yeah, you know, if, if, if you had to give a tip to someone that, that wanted to start lure fishing and didn't really know how to go about it, because they're everywhere. Every bit of freshwater has got a perch in there. They're almost after sticklebacks, they're probably the first fish to inhabit somewhere. So so yeah. watch and most widespread. So what's your tips for someone that wanted to go perch fishing?
0: Um well if you want to go perch fishing, you, obviously uh I, I see I see it all the time. I've got friends that do it, Keith. They'll catch a perch and they will they're scared of holding it and, and they're scared of oh, it's gonna stab me and stuff. And they <laughs> they're they poisonous. are yeah, the poisonous, they are a prickly little little you know, fish. Yeah. But you know, um, i don't know just get yourself a, you know a little cheap um make yourself you know make sure you've got yourself a little set of forceps or uh, especially if you're low fishing and uh you know and 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 you know wire up wire up certain places where I don't wire up where I know there's no pike um and, and you can get you know, him more, some of the
1: titanium more, and, and otherwise yeah. you, can get, you can knot it, you don't need crimps or anything,
0: do you? Yeah, yeah, no. So there's, there's all sorts of stuff. Do a bit of research, you know, and uh, you know, there's plenty of films on YouTube. Um, and I can't remember the last time I put a film on YouTube, must be about 10 years ago. I'll look about five on the films I've put on YouTube. Well, but, your beard's but, black. <laughs> <laughs> and grey. <laughs> yeah. It's grey
1: now. It's grey now. So... Yeah, yeah, what was I doing? I was going to say, oh yeah, and, and the thing is with, with lure fishing, all you know, like right, we, we've got modern, newfangled lures coming out all the time, but yeah. the old-fashioned maps, the Voblets, yeah. the Rubrics, yeah, the yeah, they all still work, don't they?
0: They all the still spinner work.
1: Spinner baits still. The old classic blade baits Definitely. still work.
0: Definitely, especially the ones with the you know with with. The, I used to have the old you'll remember, Keith. The, you know the the old Woblex with with the, the the red feather on the treble or yeah. the red wool. On red the treble. wool, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, when I was Yo, running ta- running tackle shops, people that come in money I want it rid of red bull on mate. You got one with a bull,
0: you know. I think people look too much into it. I mean, when I was when I was a kid, I you know I had family in I had family in the states that I send over like my crappy lures, you know, ultralight tungsten. These, are, these aren't bad
1: lures. These are lures for fishing for a fish called crappy, All right, it happens to be your yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're not they're, lures he didn't like and think much of. Crappie is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I fish for crappy in Florida. They call them specks down. There, speckled specks, they're speckled they're, bass. Speckled they're bass. Black. They're black crappy Is what they are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you send them your crappy jigs?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I back in the early days before any of this law gear was out. You're talking early '90s, mm. and and I'd have family coming over from the states, and you know here's some you know Uncle Joe's rubber worms or whatever, and yeah. I and I clean up on the canals with these. Yeah. But it got to the stage where obviously I didn't have a lot of money, a lot of money back then, and and what I did have access to was a lot of. Um, clear and white silicone. And what I used to do is I used to make me own, um, I used to get a pane of glass and I used to make me, I, I used to, I used to, I'm talking at 10 years old and I used to, as well as making me own flounder spoons out of my mum's spoons, but that's another story. <laughs> and I'd, I'd, I'd make me own, uh, say for instance, you'd get the clear silicone. and I'd make a worm shape, like an early jelly worm shape. Yeah. And before it would set, I'd get um uh, you know small tube of glitter and I'd pour the glitter on the silicone, which would sink in the silicone, and then I'd get me a white, me, me white silicone, and I'd make a you know a different shape, I'd wet my finger and put a paddle tail on there, then they'd dry, and the the, hen- the reason for the, the the pain of glass, they peel off the glass to these, and then you've had you know, they, you'd have your instant worm. And I would drop shot. A friend of mine showed me drop shot fishing or. Early 90s, getting back to the 90s, and I'd use uh, an elasticated whip or pole to get underneath the structures.
1: Yeah.
0: Mate, it's bizarre. Back then, I was a kid, I, you know, I don't know where my brain's got because I don't think like this now. And I would, I would, I would. You conform pull. now, mate. Everyone conforms.
1: <laughs> when, you, when you're young, you freestyle, don't you? Oh, but mate. Then, then, then you learn stuff and you yeah. don't need to invent it because you've learned it. And it's it, it's it's amazing going back to your youth, things you
0: used to make, amazing, mate. Getting back to making, like you know, you know, laws out of silicone, uh, yeah. and I'd I'd have endless supplies of these rubber f- worms and fish shapes, and I'd, I'd catch on them, I'd catch, and and I would and I and I would use these, you know, you know, two meter whips, and I'd get in the nooks and crannies of the because we, we around where I live, Keith, there's a load of old. Um, mill ponds and bits and pieces, like and all the over overhanging trees. You'd spend endless days trying to, because we knew we all knew the perch were underneath yeah. the structure, yeah. and I just used to poke my arm in, and then I just used to jig, you know, jig the end of the whip, bam, elastic elastic would pull out. But I used to use, I used to use uh, size eight elastic, whatever it's maybe size eight, a bit bigger, red elastic, strips of elastic, and I used to hook and wacky style in the middle. Yeah. And I used to drop shot the elastic and catch perch.
1: Really? You know. Incredible. So, uh, yeah, they're aggressive. They'll chase and they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll chase yeah. anything. And it, it, it's bringing the aggression. That's great. So, you know, lure fishing, just you, you don't need expensive gear. It's very simple gear. And, simple gear, and, and, yeah. Yeah, try under the structure, try against, but catch perch. They've not got teeth. When you you catch one, if you remember to start holding it at the head um, and fold your arm along it so you keep its gill covers closed and its back fin down and they can't hurt you, they've got no teeth slide nice barbless hook that's another good thing with artery force yeah you can cramp crimp the barb shut can't you but
0: yeah take the barbs off yep.
1: take the barbs yeah. off because i mean there's nothing worse than a treble hook getting in something i, I like to track, take trebles off and replace them with singles where possible yeah yeah um, but yeah but there's nothing worse than getting a treble and a landing net or a pair of jeans or a fleece or something like that just crimp nothing. the barbs off them yeah yeah amazing yeah. amazing well good luck on yeah. your holidays mate don't don't bother getting me a stick of rock or anything like that i know it's a sea, <laughs> sorry, but you know I'll, I'll live without the rock you enjoy what's your little boy's name He's called harrison harrison well you just harrison. enjoy your time yeah. with harrison and 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 uh new ant three when he comes along and, <laughs> uh, and you and emma and you, you have a great time mate enjoy visiting your family um, yes, it's been thanks. fantastic talking to you, mate. It always is a real pleasure, and we don't do it often enough. And I no, say this no. week in week out when I talk to people on Strange Boats Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy our chats. It invigorates me no end. And uh, yeah, it's been wonderful talking to you, mate. So uh, I'll let you get go on and go. You stop unmuzzled un- the dog now. It sounds like it's been muzzled <laughs> to uh, stop it barking. Emma's probably sitting on it. So go and um, yeah, go, go yeah. and give your dog thanks. a stroke and thank him. And, and, and thank you yeah. for
0: talking to me. Keith, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. You cheered me up and, uh, yeah, it's great. You've interrupted in me, EastEnders, but, yeah, no. No, I'm not joking. I don't watch that. Well, you'll, no, be able thank- trans-
1: you'll know the translations now you've spoken to me. <laughs> yeah. Like <Not> being
0: there. <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. No, thanks all very right. much. It's been an absolute pleasure, uh, pleasure and thanks for, th- thanks for inviting me. Cheers, mate. You're more than welcome. I'll speak to you soon. Uh, see you soon, Keith. Bye, Cheers. mate. Bye, mate. Bye. bye, mate. Bye, 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 bye. bye. bye.
1: Some wonderful memories and super stories there from my Mancunian mate Ant Glasgow Junior I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did Don't forget we've got a really good library of podcasts for you to listen to with some great anglers telling us their stories and hearing a few of mine too. Thanks for listening and please remember to like, share and subscribe I'll be back soon with another voyage on the strange boat so until then get out there and enjoy your fishing